So I get your email the other day, Mm -hmm. and I think the subject line was something like, ladies, you're going to have to buy a new bra. (laughs) Yes. Seriously? You know what? I didn't even specify ladies, and I kind of got in trouble for that later because I underestimated the amount of lovely boobless gentlemen on my list. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. Um, you know why? Because it is kind of one of the number one themes that happens in my uh, in my groups for my online weight loss program is everyone says, what the hell is going on? My boobs have totally shrunk. And that does tend to be, unfortunately, one of the first places that fat loss will be noticeable. So, um, so anyway, I just thought I would hit that and I would talk about it as some of the downsides that you can expect when you kind of quickly lose a lot of weight. And I say, you know, you are going to have, I say your house is going to be cluttered up with all the chocolate. You're not going to have cravings for anymore. And you know, your clothes, you're gonna have to go shopping for new clothes and you're not going to be able to eat as much because some people, they get to their treat meal that we do a treat meal with my program and they're like, all right, let's do this. I'm going to eat the, you know, whatever their favorite thing is, some combo or, and then they are like, they eat a bit and they're like, I can't do it anymore. (laughs) <laughs> and they just find they don't have the stomach capacity that they used to or the appetite and it just doesn't make them feel good. And to be honest, it probably never made them feel good. But once they taste what it's like to actually feel good, then they're like, oh man, I don't want to go back to that. But it's funny because sometimes you have a personal identity, you know, what the way you used to live your life. Hello and welcome to Your Mind Body Fit with Kelly Howard here. And I have a good friend of mine, Una Duncan, who has the fitfeelsgood.com website. And she is one of the coolest women I know. She's been busy forever doing all kinds of fitness mindset and literally training people how to make their bodies and their lifestyle feel awesome. So without further ado, I'd like to introduce you. And here we go. Thank you so much, Kelly. What a lovely intro. Well, thank you for joining me. Yeah, no worries. You were just telling me about when people, and we might just be jumping in on a conversation here, but let's just have it real quick. Yeah. When people change or go through your transformation, your 28 transformation program, then they actually have a lot of changes that happen over those 28 days. Is that true? Well, absolutely. I mean, kind of what I was just touching on there is that sometimes you you have a mental image of who you are and who those healthy people are. So for example, when I was a smoker, I knew I should quit smoking. I kind of wanted to quit smoking, but I had this idea that non-smokers were totally lame. Like I thought (laughs) people who were non-smokers were, you know, goody goodies. And I don't know, like I just had this idea, like there's us and there's them. And I was always like, I'm a smoker. My people are smokers. We all know, right? And so when I was trying to smoke, uh, quit smoking, it kind of made it hard because I had this idea of what non-smokers were. And actually, my my team, my kind of uh, group, and I are the challenge that I've thrown down after a very indulgent August is uh, sober September. Hashtag sober September. And we are planning on abstaining from all alcohol for for September. And I find that actually I'm coming up against the same sort of resistance because I kind of like to think of myself as, you know, the work hard, play hard, like, yeah, I'll do a hundred burpees and then I'll shotgun a beer. Like that's, and it's so funny. I didn't even realize I had that image of myself as someone who's really healthy, but also, you know, likes to, likes to party, likes to let her hair down. So the idea of completely abstaining from alcohol, although I'm like rationally, I'm like, absolutely. That's a great experiment for me for a month. This is going to 
be really good for me. Definitely a healthier choice. I like have this idea about people who never have a drink and I, I, I need to face that idea before I can even do the experiment effectively. You know, it's, it's very interesting that you say that because when you're talking about the non-smoking yeah. and it was a year ago, I realized I, I live in Houston right now and we had gone through this Harvey, you know, hurricane thing. Yeah. And what was happening was we were like all together, like we didn't have electricity or anything and we're like drinking together mm-hmm. like every day. Yeah. And all of a sudden I thought, whoa, I mean, wait a second, like this is starting to become a deal. Right. So I did 90 days, no alcohol. Oh. And I went through the same thing. I'm like, oh, well, people who don't drink, they're boring. Yeah. They don't have fun. Right. <laughs> right. What am I going to do? Yeah. Yeah. So how, would it, how did it go, the 90 days? Uh, it was amazing, actually. It was amazing. In fact, since then, I have been, I'll do 60 days or 30 days or 90 days, whatever I feel like at the time, because I found that like, my sleep was so much better. And I lost weight. I didn't expect to do that because, you know, it wasn't like I was slamming down a thousand calories a day, but I did. I think it was the sugar, right? Yep. And I just, my head's clearer when I do it. Way clearer. Even if it's just like for me, two glasses of wine, boom, like that's, I'm maxed out. Yeah. So it's, it's funny. Mm -hmm. It is funny. And, you know, I even had some clients who, although she was this one I'm thinking of, she really wanted to lose weight. But she found that she was coming up against this resistance because she had always seen herself as the big girl. But also, like, she was a roller derby girl, you know, roller derby? Super cool. Yeah, yeah. And she was like the bruiser. And that was all kind of part of who she was. And so when she started, you know, she like picked up, (laughs) um, I think she was handed a size eight at the store. And she went, what the hell is this? Um, (laughs) And because she's like, that's not me. I'm the bruiser. I'm not a size eight. And so it was really like, you do have to do some mental adjustments about who you are now when your body changes. Yeah. yeah. It's huge. It, it really is. And, and not, to, not to make a pun, but yes, right? Like, I mean, we don't, we don't realize how much of our body is our perception of our body. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's true. Yeah. So I know that your boot camp, or I'm sorry, I keep calling it a boot camp. You have a boot camp company in Canada, but you also have your online transformation. That's right. And it is probably running right now while we're doing this podcast. Yeah. But that doesn't mean it's not going to be running again soon. No. Correct? Yeah, that's right. We open it a few times a year and it's called the 28 Day Transformation Challenge. So it's totally done online. The coolest thing is we have people all over the world doing it. So I wake up and I hear all the people in you know Europe are doing. And then as I'm going to bed, all the people in the West Coast are sort of talking about their dinners and stuff. So that is so cool. If it's a 28-day transformation, it's online. Yeah. And right this minute, we can, I can't transform because I'm not in, I'm not in it because it's running. Can you give me like a quick rundown of what you change and, and how you help people transform in over 28 days? Oh my gosh. So there's a couple of phases to it. So basically, we the whole idea is that we do the stuff that you know everybody kind of does. We do healthy food and exercise and stuff, but we've also sort of built in these psychological triggers to create habits. So that is my big, big passion is sort of a habits-based approach. And so I don't know, Kelly, if you've ever looked into this or read The Power of Habit or whatever. So basically, you have a trigger that stimulates a behavior for which you get a reward. 
And in the program, we build in these little triggers, behaviors, and rewards. And so after the program ends, you still have these things. You're like, right, when I get up, I do this, which leads to this, which leads to this. And specifically, we focus on keystone habits, which are habits that set off a ripple effect of positive behaviors throughout your day. So um, I'll give you an example of a keystone habit. So when I get up, first thing in the morning, I have my coffee and then I go and do a workout. Okay. Once I've done my workout, that leads to me kind of feeling like I want a healthy breakfast. I don't really want to have chocolate cake after my workout because I've just worked out and then I've got all this energy. So, you know, I make a healthy lunch for myself later. And then in the evenings, because I've already worked out, I got time to spend with my kids and then I don't feel like drinking because I want to go to bed early. So I get up to work out. So all of those, it's not that my workout burns so many calories and that's why I'm fit. It's because it set off this ripple effect of other positive behaviors throughout my day that have a cumulative effect of me being a pretty fit person. Right, right. I have to tell you right now, I am so dirty. (laughs) I mean, I like, I can't even stand the way I feel, but I knew that if I didn't get in my workout before we talked, Right. Then it wasn't going to happen today. Absolutely. And if it doesn't happen, then everything else goes downhill from there. Yep. Yep. That's right. Yeah. It's a keystone habit. And it's one of those things. And, you know, it's not always that. Some For some people, it's making the bed in the morning or clearing their desktop before their, they do their work. There's specific keystone habits throughout your day that do sort of anchor in the rest of the day. And for med- being for meditation is definitely one of them as well. So yeah, so we build in these things throughout the 28 Day Transformation Challenge. We also have a progressive meal plan. So it's not just a bunch of random recipes. We start out with a cleanse and then we add in various food elements throughout the program. Similarly with the workouts, we start with yin yoga and we end with CrossFit. (laughs) Ah, yeah, yeah. So, and everyone progresses at their own pace. They always have access to me if, you know, they need a modification or anything like that. So, and the whole process works unbelievably well. It's been, you know, tested with uh, about a thousand transformers right now. Right. So if I understand properly, you're basically building on top of each habit. So, you know, you start out with a a cleanse and, and the yoga, and then you start bringing in the healthier foods and, you know, bringing in the bigger heavier um, workouts and working on the mindset along the way, right? Totally, totally. And every day they get an email saying, you know, I know you're probably feeling like this at this point, and this is how you might want to reframe that. And so really by the end of it, people have this, an unbelievable sense of what's possible, you know, because otherwise 28 days goes by and nothing's changed. Like you spend 28 days just, you know, Googling stuff and asking people if they've, you know, tried, blah, 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 but, or it can, the whole thing could change. And so at the end of the 28 days, you really have this new sense of this is who I am. This is what I do. And this is what's possible for me in my body right now, no matter how old I am, no matter how many kids I've had, no matter how many times I've tried before. And clearing all that is what I think is so enormously valuable about the 28 day transformation challenge. Yeah, I agree. I agree 100%. I mean, I, I did one of the 30 day clean food challenges I don't know, mm-hmm. a year or two ago. And, and it wasn't transformative <laughs> to me. I, I, I eat really well. I mean, I do yeah. eat really well. Now, occasionally, you know, that box of macaroni and cheese comes out. But other than that, like, I've been eating pretty well for a long time. Yeah, I'm sure. So what happened, though, was I realized at the end of it, okay, yeah, I did it. Okay, that was cool. But there wasn't any 
build up. There wasn't any underlying, like you said, you know, trigger behavior change. Um, there wasn't any of that. Yeah. You know, and and I was lucky because it wasn't a big difference to me as to how I wa- am now. Yeah. But I thought, wow, you know, all of my friends who have done it, they're like, oh yeah, I felt so good. And I'm like, how did it stick? And they're like, well, oh, uh, yeah, I do meatless Mondays now. Sure. Right. Sure. And so it's, huh. and that is, that is usually what happens. I mean, that is standards, you know, in for most of diets and, you know, I'm talking, when I say diets, I'm even being as broad as things like a clean eating challenge or a sugar-free thing or a keto, right. pill. like really all those are diets, unless it's something you feel like you can sustain forever. And I do mean like forever. If it's something you drop on your holidays or, you know, blah, 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 then it's still a diet, right? So that's sort of like a little check that I give people. I'm like, you know, is this something that you will do when you are so, so busy? Is this something you will do when your loved one is in a hospital? Is, you know what I mean? That's when it gets to be, that's a lifestyle. Because if you're on a diet and your work is busy, your loved one's in a hospital, you're on vacation, you drop that diet because it requires extra energy. But if it's your lifestyle, like when's the last time you heard a vegan say, you know, things are crazy at work right now. I'm just going to eat meat until it blows over. It, it never, never happened. Absolutely. Yeah. It just doesn't happen. No. So that's sort of the difference. I think there's a lot of people right now thinking that they're embarking on a new lifestyle when really it's probably another diet. And I'm not saying that to slam people because everyone should do their own research and find, you know, maybe you'll try something on it. It will end up being a lifestyle for you. Less than 1% of people who go on a diet will maintain their losses for over a year. Because it's going to end up being sort of like your experience. You know, you try it for 30 days and you're like, oh, that was great. Okay. But now let's get back to life. Right. Let's, yeah. Yeah. So, okay. A question. Can you give everybody maybe like, I don't know, maybe three or four quick steps on if they want to change And it's not just changing, you know, like we've talked about their diet or their exercise program or anything, changing their mindset around going from right now. And and actually, I'm a pretty good example because I had a a biking accent a few months ago. Yeah. And so what that did was it it made it so that I, I, I tore a bunch of tendons in my hand and I couldn't lift, right? I completely quit lifting weights. Yeah. So for the first time in my life, I've gone from someone who's like, oh yeah, I lift, I'm buff, blah, 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 to all I do is aerobics. So getting out of that mindset that I got into yeah, and getting back into the mindset of, yeah, I mean, I'm one of those people who does get a hand at a size eight or a size six or a size 10 or whatever it is. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. What are those, what are some quick tips to get someone there? Okay. So uh, as far as mindset, one would be you cannot exercise off food. So when people, because people will often <laughs> maybe they've done a Weight Watcher system, which by the way, is sort of one of the more sensible systems because it's all about portion control, but they do have this, I think, very erroneous idea that you can do calorie, it's called Kiko in the industry, calories in, calories out. So mm-hmm. okay, if I eat this banana, all I have to do is go jog around the block three times and then the banana is erased. You can't really erase foods like that, okay? Because that sort of uh, lends to a binge and purge mentality. I like people to think about exercise being something that they do for for wellness, to create lean muscle mass, which is going to rip their metabolism, to feel so good, to you know make them 
feel better mentally. And the food is where, or really the lack of food, the portion control is where you're going to burn off the fat that's on your body right now. So really it's going to be your, if you want fat loss, it's going to be 99% nutrition. And the exercise is like bonus to create is to live longer, is to feel incredible in this moment. I love that. Yeah. Because it's true. It is so true. It is so true. Mindset shift number two that I think is so critical is that, you know, people think they want to lose weight and they don't want to lose weight. They want the feeling that they think they're going to have once they've lost weight. I know. I really feel like that feeling is accessible to you right now. And in fact, you have to practice accessing that feeling right now. Otherwise, you're not going to be able to get there even 10 pounds from now. What's going to happen is you're going to lose 10 pounds and then you're going to be like, yeah, but you know, it's still on my belly or I still have this thing under my arms. You're always going to be discontent if you've gone into it, always discontent. Those are the neural pathways you've built. Funny. In fact, the last podcast, I talked about that a lot because it is so much in, you know, your mind as to how you see yourself. I mean, I remember someone saying to me one time, I, she was a little bit older and she was pretty curvy. And she was like, I'm going to go buy some lingerie today. And I'm like, hmm, you know, because of course at the time I'm like 30 years old and thinking, really? And she's like, you know, it's in your head, sweetie. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) Absolutely. I love that. Yes. It was awesome. Yeah. It's so true. You know, when I tell people like, so, you know, in 10 pounds, who do you think you're going to be? What do you think that's going to feel like? They're like, I'm going to be so foxy. I'm going to, and then I'm like, okay, do that now. Go put on the outfit that makes you feel foxy. Put on your red, whatever you need. Hold yourself like that. You need to start being that person right now. And actually the transformation will be instantaneous. You can get that now. Yeah. Gives me feel bumps. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, Good. Cool. And then the third thing I would say is that I'll just, um, the point, I'll tell you a story. When I did my first yoga teacher training, I remember my teacher told the story that, you know, yoga starts really really slow often, right? You know, you're doing like neck rolls and some breathing. And there was this woman in the front row who was just clearly getting very impatient, kind of like sighing and looking around and being like, oh, are we going to get to it? And (laughs) finally he said to her, "Uh, is anything wrong? And she was like, yeah, listen, I need to burn 500 calories a day. So can we get on with it? (laughs) And he said, well, (laughs) he said, well, maybe if you sit still long enough, you'll figure out why you overeat. (laughs) And I just remember that story hit me so much because I'm definitely the one who's like, come on with the neck rolls. Um, And I really do think that, you know, and in working with literally probably about a thousand people now, it's almost always not a food problem, not an exercise problem. It's a stress and mindfulness problem. Yeah. And I really think that if you want a tool for weight loss, it's not you know, dumbbells, it's not a protein shake. It is meditation. Sit down and breathe and you won't want to eat a whole sleeve worth of Girl Guide cookies, you know? Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah. So on that note, Mm -hmm. I noticed on your website that you have something that is so cool. You're going to Tulum for a week-long retreat where... Okay, just tell us about that. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be there. Oh my gosh. Okay, well, that really excites me. Yeah, I actually have on that page, I say, this is, you know, this is not a retreat. It's not about retreating from your life. It's about creating a life that you love. So 
one of the things about this experience is that, you know, I do my 28 day transformation challenge and I've already sort of described what happens during that month, that sense of possibility of who you can be. But I also know that for some people, and that will be more accessible if they can step out of their life for a second and be in a totally immersive environment. And so what we're going to do during this week is, you know, we are going to live this lifestyle of that amazingly healthy, energetic, vibrant person that, you know, everyone can be. And so, but we're going to do it in the kind of easiest way possible. It's going to be a little bit luxurious. So someone else is going to be making all that healthy food. You know, we're going to be together physically. So I'm there for the workouts. I can give you modifications. I can make sure that the workouts are customized for you. So we're going to be having all of that, but we're also just going to be together and all living this kind of lifestyle. And our leisure activities are going to be these awesome, like adventurous, active kind of biking to, uh, you know, ruin and stuff like that, integrating movement throughout our days, and also integrating relaxation and kind of self-nurturing and being outside in nature. So it's going to be this unbelievable immersive experience in living this lifestyle. And not only physically, like I've just described, but also, like I was saying, the mind-body connection. Because I think I, you know, I was telling you the story about uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Do you want me to tell you about that again? Oh, yeah, go ahead. So I had read the Arnold Schwarzenegger, when he was like super into his bodybuilding, he used to look in the mirror and he would do his bicep curls. And the whole time he would be imagining his bicep getting bigger. And when I used to teach personal trainers, I would always kind of teach them that, you know, the early strength gains are often not even that your you know muscle fibers are getting bigger, but that you're creating more neural connections to those muscle fibers. So that's the mind-body connection is so, so powerful. And in this immersive experience that I want to have, I'm going to be making sure that not only is everyone doing these things and living this life, but that they know why, that they get it, like deep in the deep getting it. You know, when you're like kind of nodding, you get it. And then you get the, no, no, I get it in my soul. So that you feel it. And when you feel it, when you understand why am I eating these foods again? Like what, why am I turning down my fourth margarita when I really want it? When you get it, then you'll do it and you're going to do it for life. It's not just the week. So we do, we're going to talk about how habits are formed, how to make them absolutely quit proof. We're going to get people super clear on that person that they want to be and, you know, dissolve any of those resistances that we've talked about, about, you know, when the person that you want to be, you've got some kind of conflict with that person. Like I not thought non-smokers were totally lame and yet kind of wanted to be a non-smoker. There's a conflict there that's going to get in the way of me accomplishing my goal. So, yeah, so we're going to be doing that kind of work as well as just being freaking amazing and jumping in the ocean and loving life. (laughs) Well, you couldn't be going anywhere more beautiful than the Tulum. Oh, I mean, it is, it is stunning. And, and everyone can find information out about that at fitfeelsgood.com. Yeah. Or she'll be able to get it in the show notes and on the website, but just so you, if you're somewhere where you can write it down, fitfeelsgood.com. And while you're there, Check into the 28-Day Transformation. Yes, please. Check out Tulum. Mm-hmm. Come play with us. Yes, totally, <laughs> totally. Well, thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Thanks again to Ona for dropping by today. And be sure to go to her website, Fit Feels Good. And while you're there, read a brilliant post that she wrote about cellulite. If you'd like, you can also pick up all the notes from today and all the links at Angel Tiger Fit. Join me next week when we're going to be going over my five-step plan. I've used this plan to finish triathlons, 
and to get me up when I was down. So see you there. Bye-bye.